Welcome to the Man Talk Show, Training for Men, Answers for Women. I'm Connor Beaton, and today we're going to talk about the function of numbing out and what purpose it serves, how to get through it, and, and why it's actually important data. So recently, I was reading a book called The Secret of the Golden Flower, and the book is basically uh, an old Buddhist text that has been translated and commented on by Carl Jung. Uh, but the text was really like an instruction manual for meditation, an instruction manual for cultivating awareness and for cultivating consciousness. And it's a little bit esoteric. It's a little bit, uh, in some spots, sort of hard to really get what the author was was speaking to, but there was this one part that really stood out to me and was I felt was so applicable for men. And it said, strength is envisioning the empty. Strength is envisioning the empty. And so the idea here is that the more that we can cultivate a connection to emptiness, the more that we are are actually able to cultivate a sense of awareness, a sense of groundedness, a sense of peace, etc. And I realized that this is sort of at odds with a lot of what modern men, a lot of us as modern men are really dealing with. And this is true for women as well, especially women that are much more masculine in their energetic bodies. And so I wanted to dive into this. So, so the masculine really seeks freedom. So the masculine within us seeks freedom. And it wants to cultivate that freedom by creating external lives, relationships, businesses, etc., where we have or have designed a sense of freedom within ourselves and our lives. It wants to be liberated from the, the binds and the confines of anything that resembles restriction or constriction, right? So anything that feels like it's encroaching in on our ability to be free, free in our time, free in our thought, free in, free in our feelings, free with our money, free with our travels, any of those things are a massive sense of, of threat to the masculine because it feels like it's encroaching in on our freedom. And it is because of the natural force of masculine expansion, right? We we desire this expansive quality to our lives. And so we're always looking for adventures or experiences or knowledge and information that are going to expand us naturally. And the, the masculine polarity or the yang side of things is focused in on the principle of expansion. So so continual growth and expansion uh, where it finds a deep sense of ease in freedom, right? If we're continually expanding, it feels like we're not necessarily held on to anything in particular. And this can feel very liberating for the masculine. Uh, but when we start to feel like we are in a space of stagnation, right? Our career is not really going anywhere. The relationship isn't really going anywhere. It feels like we're not able to maybe make the progress that we're looking for mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever the case may be. That is an inherently felt and seen as a threat internally to the masculine. And now this is where numbing comes in, right? This is where real numbing shows up. For a lot of men, we can't differentiate the difference between numbing and emptiness. And this took me a, quite a while to actually experience within my thoughts, within my emotional body, within my physical body. Because when I started meditation, 
the idea of, and even when I started breath work and, you know, just physical practices, embodiment practices, the idea of emptiness seemed very foreign because what I realized was that I either felt very busy internally. There was a lot of noise. There was a lot of thoughts. There was a lot of distractions. There was a lot of movement and motion and, you know, not wanting to sit still and thinking about the future, worrying about the future, creating, you know, what was going to happen tomorrow? What didn't I do? Lots of thinking about the past, but there wasn't a lot of present moment emptiness. I actually remember the moment specifically when I had this realization that what I was actually struggling with was numbness, was a sense of fullness. Because numbness isn't actually emptiness, right? Numbness actually is not any form of emptiness. Numbness is a form of fullness. It's a full, it's a sense of being so overwhelmed that your system actually starts to shut down, that your mind feels clouded, that your emotional body feels so chaotic and so full, right? So full of anger or sadness or whatever the case may be, that the natural response mechanism is to shut down the felt sensation within the body, right? To shut down uh, any of the sensory, emotional sensory inputs so that you just don't feel anything. And this is a very common coping mechanism for a lot of men. This is the strategy that we deploy oftentimes when we are struggling to deal with things emotionally. So consider for a moment that you actually don't know what emptiness actually feels like. You know numbness, which is actually a fullness. It's actually an overwhelm. It's actually an overly full state of being. It's a being so full of something, so full of emotions, so full of thoughts, so full of worries and concerns and anxieties and doubts and future pacing and grief about the past and guilt about past actions, that your mind and your body responds to this fullness with a sense of complete shutdown, right? It's like if you've ever sat in your car, I had a client the other day and we were doing a session and he had, he was in his car and he was on the East coast and it was like 35 degrees Celsius, um, which I don't even know what that is in Fahrenheit. It's probably like high nineties. And he was, we were, we were in the middle of a session. All of a sudden he just disappeared from the zoom call. <laughs> I was like, what the hell happened? And five minutes later he came back on the call and I said, Hey, what happened? He said, you know what? Oddly enough, my phone overheated and it just shut down. And that is exactly what is happening when we are numbing out. It's that there's too much information. It gets too hot inside of us, right? There's maybe too much anger. There's maybe too much thoughts. There's maybe too much emotions, or maybe it's just the combination of everything that's going on, right? The worries about the future, the insecurities about your relationship, the concerns and the fears and, and the scaredness that comes up within you about not knowing how things are going to unfold, you know, post-COVID, everything that's going on. And that amount of overwhelm actually creates an effect within you where your body shuts down, where your mind says, I can't handle all of this at once. I can't, there's too much data. There's too much information for me to compute. So what does it do? It subdivides, it optimizes, it categorizes and compartmentalizes the things that it deems to be workable. 
that it deems to be work withable. So what it'll look for, what your brain will look for is what can I do right now? What can I manage right now? What is not a threat? How do I full stop keep myself safe? Because this is the primary function of your mind. It's the primary function of your brain to keep you safe, to keep you alive, to keep you running and going. So whenever we feel an overwhelm internally within our emotional body, whenever we feel too much, it's very often that we are leading to a numbing space. Now, the inverse of this is true, right? For some of us, we've actually never taught ourselves. We've never developed or cultivated the skill of being able to understand or feel into our emotional body, right? So we live within our rational mind. We live within our thoughts. And so we be disconnected from all the information, all the data that's happening within our physical body, right? Within our emotional body, we can be completely disconnected from the anger or the sadness or the grief or the anxiety that is stirring around in our chest or in our arms and our legs and, and shoulders. So we need to bring a little bit of awareness and consciousness down into the body. So if you ever are ever unsure about what you're feeling, if you're ever feeling a sense of numbness, know that you are probably feeling a sense of over overwhelm or you are feeling a sense of resistance towards really digging into some of the emotional attributes that are underneath that numbness. That numbness is just creating a, a safety blanket for something that your psyche does not want to look at, but you inevitably need to integrate to understand. Because once you can start to integrate that data and that information, whether it's anger or sadness or grief, maybe it's a busy mind, maybe it's anxieties. Once you start to work with those pieces and you acknowledge their existence, the numbness will dissipate. It'll go away. Not only that, but you can start to work with that emotion. You can start to work with whatever is happening under this, under, underneath the numbness. So, and most of us, most of us don't actually carve out time for this, right? We, we feel numb and then we numb out, right? We actually add to it. So our body has this interesting feedback mechanism, this feedback loop that once it feels overwhelmed, if it can't keep whatever it's trying to numb at bay, it will tell you specifically to go and find agents of numbing, right? Agents of distraction, agents of, of deadening yourself cognitively, uh, physically or emotionally, right? So this is where, you know, smoking a ton of weed comes in, drinking comes in, porn comes in, dating apps, you know, excessive use of dating apps can be a problem, right? So this is where your distractions and your numbing agents come in, right? It's when the body and the mind can't keep everything at bay, right? Can't keep your anxiety at bay or distractions at bay. So what do we do? How do we start to work with our numbness? First things first, we need to bring awareness to when we are feeling numb, right? We need to be able to identify that we are feeling numb. For most people, it's a complete disconnection from their body, right? They can hear their thoughts, but they can't feel anything below that. They can't feel any real emotions. They can't feel any real physical sensation, maybe outside of like some, some tenseness and some soreness, but they certainly can't feel sadness or anger or grief or really anything underneath that. Um, and generally speaking, generally speaking, numbness shows up when there is something powerful that we don't want to feel. So for some people, 
It's the power of their anxiety that they're not yet willing to face. For other people, it is the strength of their anger or the deep well of their sorrow and their sadness that they are not wanting to dip their toe into. So the first stage is realizing and recognizing when we are numb and when we are numbing out intentionally and and consciously. So that is going to mean looking for your numbing agents, right? What do you use? Do you distract yourself with YouTube videos? Do you distract yourself by having a drink? Do you distract yourself and numb out more by, you know, smoking a little bit too much weed or uh, going and looking at porn? So start to figure out what your numbing agents are and then put boundaries in place with them, right? So every single time you want to go watch porn, set a timer for yourself for five to 10 minutes to actually sit down and just feel into the body, right? Breathe into the body and feel it. For a lot of men, what's actually happening is is that they are just ignoring anxiety and covering it up with pornography or ignoring their anxiety and and numbing it out by having, you know, a whiskey or a beer. So actually sitting with yourself, setting a, a, a timer to actually get back into the body, right? This is what embodiment practices are all about, is that you use the breath, you use your consciousness, and you move some of that consciousness, some of that awareness back into the body, back into your physical body, back into your emotional body, back into your spiritual body. And you and you practice this, you develop this skill set, right? This is very important for most of us. We have been actively taught the skill set of numbing. We have been actively taught the skill set of avoidance. We have not been taught the skill set of moving through the numbing, of working with the numbing, of getting into the uh, emotional well that might be underneath or the concerns or the anxiety or the fears or the anger or the frustration or whatever it is, right? We, we have been actively taught to move away from it. So the first thing, as I said, is identify the numbing, identify your, your numbing agents, set boundaries with those numbing agents. And then secondly, uh, start to see what's beneath the surface. So what underlying emotions are beneath the numbing, right? Is there anxiety there that you are scared to face or feel? Is there anger that reminds you of your father or of an abuser or of somebody that you do not want to be like? Or maybe it reminds you too much of you and it feels out of control to actually touch that anger and be with it? Is there sadness that you are not ready yet to connect with? So practice these very simple steps of just starting to connect with your numbness. And then uh, the final step is practicing the art of experiencing, practicing the art of experiencing. And this can show up in many ways. So for me, what I will do is I'll actually carve out time to sit and breathe, maybe put a hand on my chest. I'll put a hand on wherever I feel the intensity of the emotion, right? So if I've identified that I'm numbing, I'll sit down, I'll just start to take a few deep breaths, and then I'll start to scan the body, to scan my body, to feel into, okay, is there any tension? Is there any tightness? Is there any resistance that I'm feeling within the body? Sometimes there's a lot of energy in the chest and it's, you know, it's anxiety of having to deal with something or there's an immense amount of anger and fire in the belly that I'm just not knowing how to deal with or what to do with it. Maybe it's a lot of rage in the arms and the hands just like, you know, and in the throat just wanting to yell and scream and punch things. So being with that part and and being able to work with it and bring consciousness to it and and bring a sense of awareness 
into those emotions so that they are not alone, so that they are not rejected. Because over time, the more that we reject and ignore our emotional states, the more susceptible we are to numbing out from them and the more susceptible we are to coping mechanisms to help us numb out from them. So I'm going to leave you with those three steps. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please share this podcast with someone that you know will find value in it. Maybe somebody that has identified that they tend to numb out or somebody that you have identified uh, tends to numb out with challenging emotions. So until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.